Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, also known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, all over social media. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I am a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platforms on social media to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also in the process of doing all of that, validate the victims and survivors of this disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be about therapy. Why do narcissists avoid therapy? Why do people in general avoid therapy? Because therapy in a therapy is tough. Therapy is hard. There is pain in therapy. I, I get so many people that ask me why can't they get their narcissistic person into therapy? Why don't they why doesn't their possible narcissist go to therapy? And if they if they do go to therapy, why doesn't therapy stick? Why don't they like therapy? You like therapy, Lee. Like, you've been in therapy for four years, and you make things in your life work. Like, why can't I get my person to do this? And the most sim- the, the simplest answer that I can give to people is that therapy is pain. And pain is, there's nothing, like, the right type of pain is a good thing. Like, when you're working out and your muscles hurt, that's because your muscles are growing. That's because your muscles are going through pain. That's because that's the only way to grow is through pain. And I see therapy as the same type of, the same type of dynamic. You have to be willing to go in there and suffer. Sometimes you have to suffer in therapy. But suffering is healing. That's a that's a specific type of... I feel like therapy is a specific type of... A specific type of uh, suffering that is catered towards healing people and helping people heal from the, the wounds of their childhood and helping people get through and work through the issues of their, of their childhood. Like... I go to therapy and it hurts. Like I, I don't think I've went to a therapy session so far in the last four years that I've been in there. I've just like I've been smiling the whole time, and I'm just I'm just like this is I love it. You know I love this. Like this is this feels great. No, you go in there and you go. You sometimes you have to close your eyes and imagine scenarios when you were six, seven, eight years old. You have to talk about relation relationships and trauma stuff that you people don't want to talk about. It hurts to talk about some of this stuff. It hurts a lot of the time. Like a, lot, a lot of the time, it literally hurts. It's literally painful. It literally can. It, 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 sometimes if you get a narcissist that goes to therapy and they come home, they might be on a little high. They might be skipping through the house like, wee, therapy was great today. My first therapy session, I loved it because they, they only ask your name and some leading questions to figure out who you are. They can't treat you if they don't know what's going on with you. They can't treat you if they don't know, know don't know the root cause of the problems or the issues that you are experiencing. They can't treat you. Point blank period. So I think a lot of people, when you like I said, when you go into when you get a narcissist into therapy, there is pain in it. Like it hurts. Like imagine going through going to sit in the therapist chair as a thirty two year old man talking about how seven year old you couldn't protect yourself from trauma. You have to dig back deep and go into your mindset, go into your mindset and deal with the stuff that you have to go. Grown adult you has to go talk to young you that couldn't protect yourself. Grown you can protect you, but young adult you, like not young adult you, like adolescence you, adolescence Lee, 
couldn't protect himself at seven years old. But guess who can protect themselves? Grown adultly at 36 years old, at 32 years old, 35, 40. I can protect myself. And I have to go back into my, it had to go back into my mind and realize and talk to young me and let them know, like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Life gets better after this. Is this pain that you're in right now, this suffering that you're going through right now, it doesn't last. It gets better if you allow it to get better. Allow, um, going through that, going through that process, going through that hurt and that pain and healing and forgiving you and forgiving yourself for not being able to protect yourself forgiving somewhat forgiving the person that put you through that pain you don't have to reconcile shout out to uh, my man or my woman who on her who said to who pointed out the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation for, to me the other day you can forgive the person who put you that put, put you through that pain put you through that trauma but you don't have to reconcile with them you don't have to allow them back into your life to put you through more pain you don't have to allow them to trigger you anymore. You don't have the main thing about me was going back and forgiving the people who put me through trauma, so they wouldn't have control over me. She said, "My, my therapist calls me Demond. My first name." She said, "Demond, you have an issue with people having control over you. You have an issue with authority. Your ego is too big. It's like you don't like people controlling you, right?" I'm like, "Nope, I hate when people control me." It's like, well, you know, when you when when you think of your, your dad and you get angry, you know, this is him controlling you, correct? That's him giving you power over you. That's you giving him power over you as an adult. He might have had power over you as a child, but he doesn't have power over you as an adult unless you give it to him. You can take that back from him, but you have to go through. You have to go through the pain and suffering of healing from this trauma that made you who you are right now. You have to go back through, go back into your mindset and realize that you you can let your guard down against people in your life right now. You don't have to put people through pain and suffering because that's what you went through. You can protect yourself as a, as a young person, but guess what now? You can protect yourself now. You're well equipped. You're, two, you're 6'3", 240 pounds. Not many people are going to, try to, going to try to do any kind of harm to you. You're good. But when you were 7 years old and weighed, what, 50, 50, 60 pounds and people could put their hands on you, people could hurt you, slap you across the leg and slap you across the face and stuff like that, you couldn't protect yourself, but you can now. Therapy is pain, y'all. I'm telling you. It hurts going to therapy, but it's so free and it's so healing. It's so cathartic. I'm telling you, the release that I get when I go to therapy is just insane. Like I feel like a new person. I feel like a better person. Because I've been doing this for four years. It's like a high I get when I leave. I go through pain while I'm in there. I go through pain while I'm in these Zoom sessions. But when I leave, when I get like, when I log off, and they go, you know the sound when Zoom goes off. When that sound goes off, I'm better. I'm better for it. I'm better through that. I'm better because of the suffering. I'm better because of the pain. I just am. I'm 100% better right now than I was four years ago. I'm 100% better than I was right now than I was when I was seven years old. I know that it's kind of, you have to be right. But I'm 100% better. I just am. I'm thankful right now. Pain. Pain hurts. And most people run away from that pain because they don't want to deal with it. Because you have to come to the realization that maybe your parent wasn't as good of a parent as you th that you thought they were. Maybe your protector wasn't as good as a protector as they thought as you thought they were. You have to deal with that. You have to go to therapy and listen to that and process that trauma. Why do you keep picking narcissists? Because maybe your mom wasn't the, the, the mom that you thought you had. Maybe you go, if you ask the right question to a therapist, or the therapist asks you the right questions, you go in and sit in that chair, you realize your mom was a terrible person to you growing up. She wasn't the, the guiding light that you thought she was. Maybe that because that hurts. You don't want to have. You don't want to look at your mom like that. You don't want to look at your dad like that. You don't want to look at your sisters, your brothers, your parents, your grandparents, your friends, 
your relatives, you don't want to your teachers, your principals, you don't want to look at them like that. It hurts to look at people you it hurts to look at people you, you held in such high esteem. It hurts to look at them in a different light. And it's not even negative light. It's a it's a different light. It doesn't have to be a negative light. You can paint it. You can it, it's, it's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's possible to look at the, look at that through a different light, but it, like does it help you heal? That's all I care about, y'all. I care about helping people heal. People are like, Lee, you have so much empathy now. I, yeah, I care about helping people heal and get through it. I get so frustrated when people are, I can't help people. It gets on my nerves. It puts me through pain and suffering. I, I, don't, I don't like getting emotionally connected to people. So when I get emotionally connected to you, I want you to win. I do. I really want you to win. Now, I want people to go to therapy. I want people to go to therapy and suffer. Because it, at the end of that suffering journey, is so much freedom and like you release it. Nobody has to hold over me anymore like that. Not from my childhood. I took my power back from my childhood. I took it back. I'm taking it back right now. I'm still some stuff I got to work through. It's not. It's a journey. It's a journey. It really is a journey. It's my healing journey. Only healing journey. Shout out. Shout out to Kyle. Um, but you see that. But it's a, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey. You go through pain. You go through suffering in therapy. People don't want to do that. People don't want to process that. That's why they run from the therapist chair. And there's, there's a stigma. There's a stigma associated with it too. Because if you go to therapy, you must be crazy. Something must automatically be wrong with you if you go to therapy. You are admitting that you have a problem. You know, narcissistic people. We don't have problems. You're the problem. You're the issue. So if I go sit down in this therapist chair. The only thing they're gonna tell me is that you. I, I need to get away from you because you're the issue. You see how that works? It, going to therapy is first admitting you have an issue, admitting that if you're not a perfect person, admitting that you put people through pain. And here's the kicker right here. Once you get deep enough into the therapy, the one thing that's going to probably hurt you the most, that hurts a narcissist the most and hurts anybody the most, is when you have to get to the point where you have to forgive yourself for hurting other people. You have to get to the point where you have to forgive yourself for putting other people through pain and suffering. You have to get to that point. And that's tough right there, y'all. That's the toughest thing. I still, I still, I'm still doing that today. That's one of the toughest things you have to do is forgive yourself for hurting other people and putting other people through pain. But like that hurts. First of all, you have to forgive other people. That's tough. But forgiving yourself and you have to reconcile with yourself, or do you? That's a mind thing right there. Think about that. If you made it this far, if you made it this far, ten minutes in, I appreciate you, you're a soldier. Go and give me that flex. But you have to literally forgive yourself and like do you have to reconcile with yourself because that's an old version of you i forgive myself for putting people through pain because i didn't know the pain that i was going through i took it out on other people and for the rest of my existence i'm going to make up for that by being a better person being a better human being by exhibiting exhibiting more powerful more strength more be better behaviors that's what i'm here for that's what i'm doing right now because I suffer, I, I go to, I go to therapy and suffer for other people, so other people can see my journey and see my and people like I get negative comments every day. Somebody sent me, somebody sent me a message the other day. Some little girl sent me a message called me a disgusting human being, and here's the kicker to that though: she called me a disgusting human being because she saw she saw another video with somebody else in and she thought it was me, and called me a disgusting human being. Of course, you know I called her, you know, I talked some little trash to her. Forget it, Cause I didn't know. I was like you came, you came at me. You gonna say she's like, I'm a minor? Like I don't give, you gave me my inbox. Be a minor, little girl. <laughs> you can't. You can't my inbox and talking trash. I'm calling talking trash. I ain't know how old you were. Like who cares? Like, don't talk to grown men. You knew that you were minor before you talked to a 36 year old man. Call him a disgusting human being. What I'm gonna say to you, bam, gotcha. But therapy is taking your power back. But you have to go through a journey of pain to get to that power. But is it worth it? Yes, it's 100 percent worth it, y'all. Because if I wouldn't have went through that pain and suffering. 
if I wanted to suffer through that type of stuff, then I would still be in that situation right now. I don't like suffering. I don't like pain. But I have to go through it. If you, if you go work out and go to the gym and put yourself through leg days where you can't walk, but you can't go sit in a therapist chair, come on now. Where's the, where's the, where's, what's that about? You can go through, put yourself through leg days where you end up throwing up. You might want to throw up, but you can't go sit in a therapist chair for an hour. Come on now. Go through that little pain right there once a month. Go to the gym five, six days a week, but can't go to the therapist. Couldn't go sit down with a therapist chair one, one day. This is men and women. This is not for gym bros. This is for gym gals, too. Gym sisters. What do you call it? Gym, gym bros? Gym. Not, it's not the H word of rhyme with bros. I know it's not gym bros with an H instead of a BR. You know. But anyway, y'all. I hope this episode helps. I hope this episode reaches the right people. I want I want this episode to test the narcissistic people or the people that are dealing with narcissists that want to go to therapy. Pain is stuck. Pain, there's pain in there, y'all. There's pain. If you're a victim of narcissistic abuse, you have to forgive yourself. The crazy thing about it is you have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to go through this for so long. And then that way you can get out of it. Power up. Take your power back. If you listen to this on Apple Music, please hit that five stars for me. Mental illness is out. Peace.